All right, welcome back to the Twins Insider Podcast. I am Michael Rand. I've got Phil Miller here. It has been a long time. I was looking back to the archives. Uh, I believe the last one of these we did was in May of 2018, and it was uh, right after Fernando Romero was on a hot streak. So, so that, that tells you how long <laughs> that, that tells you how long ago this was. Uh, it was a uh, kind of a cliffhanger ending too, right? Uh, whatever happened to Fernando Romero? <laughs> exactly. I'm probably still wondering well, whatever happened to him. If the listeners of this podcast just assume everything uh, was happily ever after, but we've we have uh, just imagined that the podcast uh, underwent Tommy John surgery, and here we are, 15 months later, ready to uh, work and work hard. We're going to do like a few of these a week now. Uh, kind of down the stretch run as, uh, as Twins fever has gripped uh, the Twin Cities and uh, greater Minnesota. Um, the angst that goes with it uh, also is uh, also is a big part of that. But, uh, you know, uh, Phil, you were in uh, you were in Texas. You uh, just just got back into the Twin Cities. We are recording late, late uh, Sunday night. Um, four game sweep in Texas and a five and one road trip. You can't really uh, you can't argue with the, the results. They weren't always. Uh, there was some tension uh, along the way, but what 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 is your takeaway, I guess, from uh, from from the uh, from the five and one trip and the and the four game sweep of Texas? Uh, they hit Texas, boy, at the right time. Uh, I mean, they uh, Texas came in uh, kind of reeling and uh, and they looked terrible. Uh, they made more fielding mistakes uh, than the Twins, which isn't all that easy to do. Uh, Lately, because the the twins have kind of had a rash of them uh, of late, but uh, they uh, um, they thoroughly outclassed uh, a Texas team that until uh, two weeks ago was being taken seriously in the uh, in the wild card race. Uh, I I think we can put those uh, uh, expectations to rest. You know, I noticed that the Rangers are doing a countdown in their ballpark for. How many games left at this ballpark? And I thought, well, what if the players think that uh, there's not going to be a postseason? Because the team, they've been doing it all year. Uh, so, so on the very on opening day, they were saying only 81 games left, and that right. felt like uh, felt like we're counted out there. Yeah, it's a good point because Texas was kind of hanging in the fringes of the wild card race for a while. That seems like it's kind of gone by the wayside. They certainly didn't look like a playoff team, especially the the base running. Uh, my goodness, yep. boy, they they did the Twins uh, all sorts of favors, uh, both with Thursday and today, right? Yeah, another one, uh, another one today. Uh, a couple of them, the Twins made uh, really nice plays uh, sure. to uh, to make the out. I, I'm, I'm still impressed with uh, how well Miguel Sano handled the uh, what could have been a rundown situation and uh, showed the patience to hold the ball and uh, and make the tag. Uh, that was two nights ago. Last night. Uh, uh, there was another nice relay and uh, tag play by uh, uh, Jason Castro, but yeah, sure. uh, three outs in one inning uh, <laughs> made on the bases. Uh, that is uh, an indication of some poor choices. Yeah, Jake, Jake Cave made a nice play too, backing up that uh, that deep fly because that, that was, was what, a nine. That was a nine-seven game last night, and they were kind of teetering. Maybe he thought, boy, you know, get after the six-nothing lead. Um, you know, Barrios struggles again. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, but 
you know, for, for Cave to make that play, to get the ball in quick and for them to get an out on that play and not give up a run that inning, that really felt like that was kind of the ball game right there. Yeah, it really was. And uh, you're right. Uh, that was a ball hit that uh, uh, Rosario tried to make a great play on it and uh, and uh, couldn't. And, yeah, it was kind of in no man's land. Uh, um, that is, uh, yeah, a nice play by Cave. Uh, you're kind of used to Buxton uh, being mm-hmm. over there uh, and just, and just automatically, yeah. Now, I mean, you know, we're he he grows in uh, legendary status every time we see him. Uh, it's easy to say, mm-hmm. ah, Buxton has caught it, right, <laughs> right. And if you see also, yeah, yeah, we you 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 appreciate him when he's there, and you you miss him even more when he is uh, when he's not there. Um, you know, the the bullpen. I thought um, we we've talked about it ad nauseum it's the uh, the bane of twitter's existence right now but they were awfully good in these last three games when they had to be there were some tense innings but i think the the final tally over the last three here was was 12 innings and one run and don't even discount the uh, the four innings they got from devin smeltzer on the thursday's game so they they got uh, some some quality work out of a, a unit that uh, maybe is starting to kind of come together now that uh that that dyson is the uh, Kind of more the advertised pitcher than the uh, than what they saw uh, originally. And how about Sergio Romo too? Uh, yep. I'm just just so impressed with uh, with how he gets by with what he does. Uh, mm-hmm. How uh, you know he's going out there and uh, he's not throwing many fastballs. They're changeups mm-hmm. uh, and, and yeah. slow changeups. Yeah. Uh, it yeah. is. Uh, I mean, it's slider, 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 changeup, uh, and. And somehow uh, it, it, it works. I, I, I don't know. I, I asked him if he thought in this era of high velocity that maybe he's so counterintuitive that mm. maybe it makes it uh, more uh, mm-hmm. effective. And he assured me that, no, he wishes he had velocity. Uh, he was a better <laughs> pitcher when he could throw hard. But, uh, but you know, it just uh, through experience. And really, the Twins have two of them uh, with Romo and Harper uh, right. really uh, doing a good job of getting by. Um, with uh, uh, I don't know if Romo has thrown a uh, 90 mile an hour pitch yet, and no. that that's about the high end of Harper. And uh, yeah, uh, it is. Uh, it's it, it's I don't know heartening for us mere mortals that uh, <laughs> that guys that don't throw 100 miles an hour can still uh, have a job. Yeah, absolutely. What what's the I mean, what's the bullpen pecking order right now? What 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 is your sense for for the trust level of of the guys out there? Uh, it's funny because I asked uh, Rocco Boldelli about Trevor May today because uh, okay. it, Trevor seems like he is on a uh, about a once a week uh, appearance schedule uh, lately. They have uh, they've backed him off a little bit, and I think they are about to start ramping him up uh, again. He sure. is really uh, getting um, you know they, they, they've been talking to him. It's just a matter of throwing strike one, and he knows that. And mm-hmm. it's only, and it's just a matter of reminding himself and making himself do it. Uh, um, I said, uh, you know, you went like three months without having a one-two-three inning, uh, without a uh, mm-hmm. three batter, three up and three down inning. And he said, Yeah, don't remind me. Uh, everyone on Twitter <laughs> does. Uh, and uh, and. Uh, so I think he is about to take a step forward. But the pecking order, I guess, is pretty simple right now. Is Rogers it seems like Romo uh, has his trust. I really think uh, Sam Dyson is going to probably move into uh, more of an eighth inning role. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
and uh, and uh, you know if you if you back them up, uh, then Trevor May gets uh, the seventh. Ryan Harper mm-hmm. um, in uh, you know uh, it probably will uh, split the seventh, um, and then uh, I was. Uh, Surprised that Zach Littell uh, got mm-hmm. a uh, a pretty uh, uh, call right away uh, today. Um, and the, the other one thing about the uh, bullpen that that also was heartening was the, their use of um, uh, Taylor Rogers in the eighth mm-hmm. inning the other night, and then coming right. back with Romo. That was Friday night, and coming back with Romo in yep. the ninth because the Rangers lefty, middle lefty, of the lineup yeah. is loaded yep. with lefties and. Uh, yep. And yeah, and it was pretty clear that uh, that that's fine with Taylor Rogers. Uh, mm-hmm. you, know, you, you never know about closers because there's a lot of money right. in those saves, but uh, he seemed truly to uh, to not care about uh, about when. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty consistent too. I mean, that's what they said at the start of the year, and then they just leaned so heavily on Rogers for you know two or three months there. I mean, you, you think about the construction of this bullpen is so different than it was at the beginning. I mean, you had you know Blake Parker was here at the beginning. Trevor Hildenberger was supposed to be a big part of the bullpen, and you know, those guys are are long gone. And it, yeah, those were the, a, those guys were supposed to be getting saves uh, for right. uh, for much of the year, and uh, right. not only are they no longer getting saves, they're no longer twins. Right. So it's uh, you know there's a, there's a lot to, a lot of, of shifting that's gone, on, but it is it is important as much as Rogers has done well in those you know two inning situations. I, I it's a tough way to to live uh, on a long term basis. It, it, if you have three or four guys you trust, you just you take that out of the equation and only and only do it when you absolutely need to, as opposed to any time the game is close. All right. Right, uh, and especially uh, this time of year, especially uh, August and September, when mm-hmm. uh, when you see these guys every day, you do start to notice that uh, that the uh, the season takes its toll, and uh, right. especially on pitchers. Uh, uh, and you know, the whole secret to uh, pitching success is uh, fresh arms. We got speaking of fresh arms. There's a very fresh arm that just got moved to Triple A. Can we talk about the hundred mile an hour thrower and when we might? Uh, do you think we're going to see him, not just you know in September, but potentially October? <laughs> um, well, that would mean a uh, August 31st uh, call up. I, it, it's right. clear that it's clear that it is uh, definitely on the table. Um, Sad Levine said. Uh, that uh, that they are leaning towards not in most cases, but they're willing to be convinced otherwise. And uh, clearly, you know, I, I thought that the fact that it was uh, Akela, um who got mm-hmm. kind of AAA with him is a sign that they really are just looking for um, 100-mile-an-hour mm-hmm. punch-outs. They, yeah. are, they are thinking of these guys as one- and two-batter sure. uh, specialists when you – uh, you know, when there's uh, runners on third and less than two outs, and you absolutely mm-hmm. have to have a strikeout. Uh, mm-hmm. It is a. I, I was a little surprised that, as um, sensitive as this team is to injuries and to, and to health, mm-hmm. that they would risk their number one far and away pitching prospect um, a month after he uh, had a shoulder injury. Uh, sure. You know that is. That's pretty scary for a starting pitcher, and um, mm-hmm. you know he's he's 
says uh, that Levine said he's completely healthy and uh, there are no medical issues. So uh, right. that is uh, that's really good news for the Twins. Um, I thought maybe you know he's only pitched 50 innings. And I thought that's right. about half as many as he did last year. I, I, mm-hmm. So I asked, is this an idea that the minor league seasons end end in a couple of weeks? You'd like to get him mm-hmm. 10, 15, 20 more innings? And he said, no, we wouldn't we wouldn't do that. Uh, it's only mm-hmm. in uh, in the case of if he can help us, uh, sure. him or anybody. And uh, yeah. but you can see that they're that they're thinking. Uh, Ahead uh, in uh, situations like that, you you you, ha- you don't have to worry so much about um, long relievers then because sure. there are so many off days uh, right. during the uh, during the playoffs. So you can yeah, mm-hmm. so you can uh, you can load up on a little more specialists, and there's no more specialist than uh, than a one or two batter guy. Sure, the uh, Gratterall. I mean he. Is that, am I pronouncing it right? I feel like I've yeah. seen his name so many times. Uh, I believe that was right. Uh, yes. he, he's just been the object of fascination probably because of that 100 miles an hour. And even you even you had a piece, uh, I think, in today's paper where Levine went and watched him and said, boy, this is I've never seen a guy aside from Aralda Chapman that sits 100 for an entire inning. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. that's, uh, it's, it's, it's got to be tempting for them. I mean, especially Every, with all the issues uh, they've had. Yeah, he said every pitch, uh, every pitch, uh, every fastball that he threw was uh, over 100 except for one. Um, mm-hmm. The interesting part was he didn't strike out any of those batters. Um, mm-hmm. he, he said uh, um, that batters are become so intent on just uh, putting it in play sure. that uh, it, it's nothing but weak contact. So uh, um, it, even as much as he's uh, more than a strikeout in an inning guy, um, mm-hmm. he, uh, he so flummoxes, uh, hitters mm-hmm. that, um, even if he's not getting the strikeouts, uh, they're not putting in play. And of course that's double A batters and, uh, mm-hmm. right. a little different, uh, when you're talking about playoff team, uh, major mm-hmm. leaguers, but, yep. uh, you know, I, it, it clearly seems on the table. And AAA uses the same baseball as the major league, so that's probably a, a factor. Want to get them used to that. Um, but you know, you're right. I mean, major leaguers they they they've seen 100. Uh, I think the Polanco turned around a pitch that must have been close to 100 today and hit it in the gap mm-hmm. for a th- three-run triple. That guy was that Rangers reliever was throwing you know 99 100 uh, routinely. So it's you know velocity is nice, but it's not the it's not going to always win out. Well, he said uh, the tough thing about that uh, uh, that pitcher Clays was uh, mm-hmm. uh, he says I've seen a hundred, uh, you know, mm-hmm. we see a hundred. Uh, mm-hmm. This guy's this guy's pitch cuts, uh, okay. so it, it, that took some getting used to. Uh, but he did take, uh, um, you know, he went five six pitches into the at bat before he right. uh, and he picked it up and said and and the ball he hit he was anticipating. Uh, the movement yeah. and uh, and got it square. So yeah. <laughs> how do you anticipate movement on a hundred yeah. mile an hour pitch? I mean, it's just, yeah. So when you have to decide to swing, uh, right. like you know, one one hundredth of a second out out, right. out of his hand, it's, it's amazing. amazing. It really is. Um, amidst the good news of a five and one road trip, which you know I think Marwin Gonzalez had huge numbers. Miguel Sano keeps swinging well, but uh, I want to talk about. Jose Barrios for just a little bit because that was another clunker, I think is the fair way to put it, Saturday night. And that's, you know, 
really rough start at the beginning of August. Okay, uh, last start before this one, and then another bad one here. What are we? Are they concerned at all about any velocity or any? Or is they just feeling if this is a little hiccup for him and he's okay? Well, it, if they are concerned, you would never get Rocco Waldelli to admit it. Uh, all all <laughs> yeah. is well in right, uh, Rocco right. World. Um, and he did say that the vol- velocity had uh, ticked up again. It's starting mm-hmm. to come back. It's not. Uh, right. it, it's not quite uh, where he was. But in mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, Rocco said uh, he had a tough start and then uh, and then leveled out, which is actually not what happened. Uh, <laughs> it, no, I mean he. Uh, I mean he gave up. I don't know if it's anything to do with uh, getting a big lead. He had a six nothing lead and yeah. uh, and and gave it right back. I was reminded mm-hmm. of uh, the the fifteen nothing lead that he uh, that's right. couldn't make it through five in in that's Seattle. Right. That's right. Uh, I forgot about that. Yeah, um, and that actually broke a streak of uh, always going that's five. Right. Uh, it ironically. Yeah. Um, this one, you know, it seems like you can. More than most pitchers, you really could read Jose's uh, body language, and yeah. I think what you have to be concerned is that he seemed a little concerned. He seemed a little wondering about uh, what was going on. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that was one, the one thing that struck me about the uh, the nine run game a couple starts ago was that uh, mm-hmm. he he didn't seem to understand why this was happening, and and sure. there was there was kind of that sense again last night. Um, so, you know, yeah, I think it's, uh, it's a worry for the twins. I mean, if he's not your game one starter, who is? They, right. They, right. They need him to straighten himself out. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. So that's something to watch. I mean, I don't know how much of a read we'll get on it, you know, right away here, because here we go with the, 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 the stretch we've been talking about for a long time, the 26 out of 38 to finish uh, the, the, the regular season uh, against either the White Sox, Royals, or Tigers, uh, and those are not always the most uh, daunting of lineups. He'll probably he'll probably get Cleveland once or twice in there, and they've got Boston, uh, Washington maybe, so they've got some quality points outside of this uh, this other stretch. But uh, you know they, they've really set themselves up for. Uh, for success now I, I was kind of eyeing this little this little trip here because you know the, the schedule was going to get easier but they were just coming off a you know emotional you know series against Cleveland they've been playing close games for a month and they still they still played close games on this trip and they they went five and one and uh and I asked uh Taylor Rogers how much mm-hmm. different uh today how you, how much different you feel today than you did last sunday sure. when it it, it uh, there was a definitely a feeling of the sky is falling uh among right. the fandom and and taylor said it is not a different at all in here we were never shaken we were never worried uh interesting and and i don't you know i, I i'm i don't know that it's a hundred percent true but i think it is pretty true uh even as the lead shrunk and shrunk i never got the sense that anybody was particularly concerned that anybody sure. uh that, that there was certainly no panic so um i i do kind of take him at his word that uh that this is kind of how this was uh they felt this was going to go all along and now they come uh now they come up and play uh it's white sox tigers white sox tigers for the next mm-hmm. week. one one thing we were reminded of this weekend 
and this is how they built their lead and, uh, mm-hmm. and won all these games. They just destroy bullpens. Uh, yeah, bad bullpens. They, cr- they crush bad pitching. I mean, they they hit good they pitching do. too, but they they crush bad pitching. Yeah, they uh, yeah they really uh, uh, they really like to rub it in uh, when you mm-hmm. uh, when you go to the pan and, and uh, you know the White Sox. Uh, you know, Nova Giolito, uh, they do have a couple of uh, right. uh, yep. starting pitchers, and both of those guys have beaten the Twins this year. Um, right. But so, the, you know, they just need to get into the bullpens, and uh, and then, yeah, they have uh, um, they've really ripped the Tigers this year. I know they're hitting uh, over 300 against the Tigers as a team, so... This kind of unflappability or resilience or kind of, re- you know, the, the refused, refusal to buy into the whole sky is falling narrative. Does that, does that start with Rocco? Where do you think that comes from with this team? That's different, than, I think, than in, in maybe some of the past Twins teams. Yeah, I, that's a good point. I, uh, I, I guess I'm not sure. I, it certainly does make sense. Uh, he is uh, laid back, unflappable, uh, relentlessly positive. Uh, I uh, he certainly will not let on that there is uh, that there's much concern, uh, and, mm-hmm. and I, I guess it does probably uh, rub off uh, on the team. It's it is uh, it is a remarkably with with a couple of exceptions, and you know Miguel Sano and Eddie Rosario. It's not a particularly emotional uh, team. One mm-hmm. that. Uh, um, has many uh, highs and lows, so uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I think uh, Rocco has been a good fit uh, for them. Uh, yeah, emotion-wise, uh, because I I haven't seen him get angry. I haven't mm-hmm. seen him. Uh, um, I have not seen him show much emotion at all. No. Everything, no. everything just uh, rolls right off his back. Speaking of emotion, though, uh, Marwin got got uh, got a little fiery yesterday. Was that, was that the game? Uh, the Saturday game? Yes. Uh, the yes. bench is emptied a little bit. Was that? A, I, I had to imagine that was a spillover from Thursday when uh, when when Kepler got plunked after Cave swung three and zero because it was the same pitcher. Am I am I reading that right? I, I honestly don't think uh, it had that much to do with Sean Kelly, although it was okay. Sean Kelly who was ever vigilant for uh any sort of flight i i, I <laughs> honestly i honestly think marwin uh thought he missed his pitch and and marwin hasn't missed many uh in this past mm-hmm. week and uh i i mean maybe maybe sean kelly is upset that um that marwin so thought he could hit uh kelly's mm-hmm. pitch that that he was mm-hmm. so upset that, uh, that he missed that, but uh, I, I don't think it was particularly meant to uh, uh, aimed at uh, Kelly at all. It was anger at himself. Hmm. And uh, so uh, why the, but, what, what, what were the benches then? What was that all about? Why, why did they get well, upset with each other? Well, uh, Marvin uh, kind of threw his bat, and Kelly right. uh, kind of stopped and thought it was him and said something to him. Okay. And uh, okay. Marwin, you know, <laughs> he's not a popular guy. Marwin said something back. Uh, right. Kelly, uh, and uh, and you know, the umpire jumped in right away, and right. Uh, that is the uh, international symbol for uh, clear the benches. Here we go. And, <laughs> uh, I, but I don't think either guy was. Pre- particularly mad at 
together, I think the exchange was mostly along the lines of, what'd you say? You looking at me, you know, and, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. but I don't think they were particularly mad at each other. Uh, certainly okay. Marwin uh, didn't give that impression uh, after the game. Was Kepler mad at Jake Cave? Was that where we're going to have, were we uh, close to another <laughs> Delman Young uh, charge, charge his own uh, bench situation? I, I couldn't tell that, uh, oh, well, that's a good story. Uh, I couldn't tell if Kepler knew what was going on, uh, but uh, uh, Jake Cave said he did apologize to Cap, but he said Cap didn't yeah. care uh, that, uh, yeah. that he was, that he was fine with it. He, okay. uh, he didn't know. And, <laughs> You know, uh, Cave just missed a sign there, and I, I right. don't think he wants to admit that he might have lost track of the count. But uh, <laughs> he probably um, did. <laughs> uh, he did say uh, the red light was on, and uh, mm-hmm. and I just missed it, and, and yeah. I swung. So yeah, uh, yeah. that, that uh, the question I would like answered, and uh, and Sean Kelly wouldn't talk about it, is uh, did he go three and zero on Kepler? Intentionally, I mean, I, I guess if you're gonna, I guess if you're gonna drill him, it doesn't make any difference right. on what they right. are. Uh, so I think he did. I think he. I think he did. I, yeah. I think he threw three balls to get the same count to make a point, and then like, oh, you're gonna swing a three. I mean, uh, it's, it's, yeah. Uh, he's he's excitable, you know. He did. Teddy. This Teddy is large. This is largely why the uh, Nationals got got rid of him. Uh, just uh, yeah. a little, a little too much. Teddy grievances in the hot heat. It was hot there, uh, from what I understand. It was unbelievable. It really <laughs> is. Uh, it really is uh, something. It's uh, you know I lived in the West for a lot of years, and uh, when you go to Phoenix or something like that, it's a dry heat, and it and it's even hotter. But uh, this mm-hmm. is just uh, this is just one of those soaking heavy uh, mm-hmm. Southern uh, and. It, just extreme. Uh, it was, uh, mm-hmm. I, you understand why the Rangers usually don't play day games Saturday. And I, right, uh, right. I was kind of surprised that, uh, that it was a day game today, but I know, mm-hmm. uh, with the game tomorrow, the twins, uh, right. Probably uh, preferred it that way. Very sure. Uh, I, I, the crazy part about that is you look at this ballpark, it's 25 mm-hmm. years old. This is the 26th season. It's yeah. in great shape. It's a yeah. fine ballpark. From of course, yeah, I've been there. It's point. very nice. Yeah. Now it's got the widest concourses in the big leagues. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it's as big as Texas, it, and, and it's mm-hmm. got a unique look to it. Um, and it's it, they're going to use it for XFL, of all things, <laughs> uh, among other things. I, it is it is crazy with all the teams that need stadiums and are yeah. fighting uh, to get them. That. Yeah. Uh, that they're abandoning this one. Uh, Just move it, move it piece by piece to Tampa Bay. Just, this is you know. what Rocco Bedelli said yesterday. He said, <laughs> "Is uh, he really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Take it apart." <laughs> oh, I knew that. And, uh, and <laughs> That's funny. It. Uh, uh, yeah, it is a, it's, it's a shame, uh, and yeah. it just seems like such a waste. Well, they'll play in uh, much nicer forecast. Looks great for this week um, here in Minneapolis. They'll play in uh, less heat uh in a newer ballpark that doesn't have a roof either um and they'll uh we'll see where this takes us but uh home stretch uh home stretch here we come phil miller we we were uh, debating in the press box are uh-huh. target field and rangers uh the rangers ballpark are they the two parks where the fans more than any others go why is there not a roof on this place? <laughs> uh 
probably I, could I think be. they probably yeah. are. Cause every, yeah, they probably are for, just, for different reasons. One, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. Uh, good stuff, man. Appreciate it. Uh, we'll be doing this a whole bunch uh, with you, with Lavelle, with uh, some of our columnists. So please uh, check it out. We have promised uh, this will be a more uh, regular thing, and uh, there, there will be no no more Fernando Romero chatter probably uh, on the rest of these podcasts. But, uh, <laughs> so yeah, you, you, you go ahead and go ahead and look at the back catalog because it's uh, it'll be kind of amusing. But uh, check it out, and uh, thanks uh, thanks, Bill. Go uh, go get some rest, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll we'll catch you later. And we'll talk next time about how stupid these uh, players' weekend jerseys look. <laughs> we will have to do that for sure. Okay. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, Bill. All right. Bye. Um,